Welcome to the Sports Finder Podcast. Let's get ready to rumble! Sports Finder community, we're back with our popular segment where we speak to founders, individuals and professionals from all over the globe. And today we have Mr. Luca Pauk with me from the United States. Luca, welcome to the show, buddy. How are you? Uh, thank you very much for hosting me. I'm doing great. I'm excited to be on your show. It's my first ever uh, podcast that I'm participating in. Um, so I'm glad that we found time for this. It's my absolute pleasure, mate. Luca, take me back in time. Where did this journey begin? So I was born and raised in Split, Croatia. I uh, played football my whole life. Uh, was a good student as well. Uh, played uh, within a youth professional academy and that gave me an opportunity to move to the US to play college soccer and I got a scholarship transferred over to Illinois which is right outside Chicago and was there for two years and then I transferred over to West Virginia graduated college and now I've been here uh, as a coach the last Three years. Awesome. Um, talk to us about your current role as a coach. So currently, I'm an assistant coach. I'm uh, the first assistant. So uh, if you ask me, I pretty much act like a head coach because I'm aspiring to be one. So preparing myself for the role uh, as much as I can. But my main responsibilities. Um, are my biggest one really is uh, video analysis of our team, of the opponents, scouting uh, potential recruits. Um, so just a lot of, um, like I said, video analysis, performance analysis. Uh, that's really during the soccer season what I spend most time with and just like planning sessions, practices, and so on. And other than that, once we're out of season, then, like I said, I spend most of the time recruiting, and most of that is done uh, online. So I, we recruit players from all over the world. So, I, like I said, I spend a lot of time on my laptop just watching football and analyzing it with different types of software. Very nice. What do you look for when you're looking to recruit a player? So one of the first things that I look at is uh, if they send me a highlight video, I'll try to read from the highlight video itself what their soccer IQ is. So uh, I believe that if you have a smart player, he can adapt to things, he can realize how he can improve, where he can improve, and that's one of the main things. 
Um, and then obviously you look at the player if he's good technically, athletically, and so on. Um, and then if we like a player, we'll try to find out who their coach currently is, who their previous coach is, and find out more about them as a person. So even though a player might be smart on the field, he might not be the same way off the field. So we want to make sure that uh, you bring someone that's coachable. College soccer is four years. So if you bring someone for four years, you have a long time where you can develop them. So it really helps to find coachable players. Interesting. Um, how was the, the transition from player to, to coach? How did you adapt? So I had a specific situation that I don't think a lot of people do. I graduated from college. I moved from West Virginia to Pittsburgh for a year, but then I returned after the year straight back to the same college to be the coach. So most of the players that were on the team were my ex-teammates. So that made the transition easier in one way because I already knew the team and I, in a sense, I knew how to approach things. But in a way, it was harder because because it was my friends. I felt more responsible and obligated to really help them do the best they can, really push them to uh, fulfill their potential. And if I ever was like, if I ever, if we ever played that, I had I felt more guilt because it was my friends uh, that I felt like I was letting down as a coach if we weren't doing well enough. Was it? Uh, but other than that, I didn't really have an issue being a young coach. I was a goalkeeper while I was playing, and I was always very loud. So I think that helped me as a coach, just having that uh, charisma and confidence, like being vocal, being a leader, it helps to kind of quickly adjust into, into being a coach. Very nice. Um, what are some of the challenges that you currently face trying to get the message across and educate these, these players or educating these players? So the biggest challenge probably is helping players see long-term, uh, think about their long-term development, uh, think about what they could be doing after college. Uh, I myself, when I was in college, I really mostly just focused day to day on just going through every practice, every session, as well as I could, and doing well academically. But it really helps to set a plan, set objectives for yourself long term. And that's really been something that I try to uh, speak to the players because it's just, it's kind of hard when you're an 18-year-old boy, it takes a little bit to become a man. Uh, but like I said, that's another thing that helped me get into coaching easier because I was so fresh out of college that I understood their mindset, so I understood better how to approach it. Um, but yeah, that's mostly the main challenge, just uh, kind of help players be aware that the not a lot of people end up playing football after they're done with college. So they have to start thinking ahead what 
can I do other than just practice every day and play soccer and hope for the best? Interesting. Um, so I'm, I'm a young guy at college or in college, and, and I want to become a football, a, a professional footballer, right? Yeah. What's three pieces of advice you can give me to take that step? So first one would be never, never satisfy yourself, never, uh, never get content with where you are, uh, no matter how well you're doing at the moment. So like I said, always, always aspire for higher things, always, always put yourself in difficult situations that will open up your eyes about what your weaknesses are, where you can improve more. Um, then really the second advice is look for alternative options. So for example, we our college soccer season lasts for about three to four months and then we have a bit of off season, but it's a very short season in general. So we always encourage players to seek uh, other teams to play for during the summer break, to seek um, other teams to play for during our off season when we have less things going on. Um, just puts you in a different environment. It gives you a different experience. Uh, and at the end of the day, experience makes you a better player. Uh, once you're fully grown up and developed, it's really the experience that helps you develop as that point. Third piece of advice. Um, it's hard to think on the spot, but I would say um, networking. So while you're playing football, it's very beneficial to network with not just people that are on your team and that you directly work with, but your opponents, uh, following uh, your whole league, following the trends. The, what happens with older players, for example, in America, after you're done with college, there's a draft, so you can get drafted to play professionally. So networking and having right connections really helps a lot in the process, and it's really important to start early with that. Nice. Um, what about the mental state of players? How have you seen that? Um, I mean, dealing with, with so many young people, uh, is there is there a lack of confidence? Is there a lot of doubt? And if so, how do you guys over, uh, overcome these uh, issues? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Uh, especially, like you said, the young players, uh, the, the first year players that we get are freshmen. And this year, for example, we had a really large uh, recruiting class and a lot of freshmen, and most of them are good players, but then you put them on the field in a new environment, and you can notice the lack of confidence. Normally, it's demonstrated by just uh, they speak less, you see them in training environment, and they get comfortable because it's day in and day out, and it's repetitive. 
But then once you put them in a new environment against a good team, against in a big crowd, away games, just difficult, challenging environment, that's where players lack confidence. And like I was saying earlier, it mostly comes from experience. But as a coach, you try to you try to create that environment in practice so you can prepare them as well as you can for the game. So as a coach, I try to make practice more difficult than the game itself so that the game feels easy for them and they'll feel more confident. Uh, with Within soccer by itself, specifically, I would say that like... In a football game, you play on a big pitch, but then in practice, you try to reduce the pitch, make things harder. Um, that's an example of how you make things harder in practice, and then it ends up being easier in the game. How do you balance that with playing and, and, and avoiding injuries? Um, it's just it's really key to rotate players and like just make sure that they're always given a day off make sure that their load is appropriate make sure that you uh, start the season off with proper fitness testings do more fitness testing testings during the season um, to see where everyone stands and um, but really you just need to have a large enough squad where you can rotate people so so you avoid those injuries. There you go. Interesting. Because, you know, there's always that balance of, because I hear coaches saying, yeah, we try and uh, basically crank up training. So because you train hard, you play easy, so on, so on. And then then you see as a result of that, a lot of injuries coming through. So that balance is is pretty pretty difficult at times, but from the sound of things, you, you guys have worked it out, which is awesome. Um, Luca, it's been amazing. Thank you very much. You've shared so much with with with, with me and my audience. I've uh, asked you many questions, <laughs> and uh, before I let you go, where can we find you online? Sorry, can you say that again? Where can we find you online? Get in touch with you. So, yeah, I am pretty much on all social media uh, under my full name, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And then I also have a blog that I haven't written on it much recently because I've been focusing more on my coaching jobs that I have. And I do have several coaching jobs at the moment, but I wrote uh, several articles in the previous few years, some for myself just because I enjoyed writing them and some for a company that's called Promo Overtime, which is a sports marketing company. Uh, but uh, yeah, my Twitter handle is Falk50 uh, and that's where I post most of my most of the content on. We love it. Thank you so much, Luca. Once again, I really appreciate you joining me on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Luca Pauk, thank you very much for joining me on the Sports Finder podcast. Thank you, Jason. Thank you.
Thank you, Ahmed. I appreciate you having me, and I will gladly keep up to see how your platform is doing, and I really hope that it kicks on here in the U.S. as well, because it's something that's much needed. Thank you for listening to the Sports Finder podcast. We'll catch you on our next episode. Y'all ready for this?